This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's, let's do a little segment called Know What You're Betting On. And we're going to talk about one-game parlay, sometimes called same-game parlays as well. And this is a relatively new phenomenon, Chelsea, where this was not a thing five, six, seven years ago. But now they're becoming one of the most popular bets at many, many sports books. In fact, in particular sports books in last year's Super Bowl, 31% of the bets on the game were on one game parlays. And this is a trend that started back in 2015. It's interesting because these weren't offered. This is more of a recent offering from sports books, but overseas, there was a sports book that started taking recommendations from sports bettors. Like, what would you like to bet on in this game? What would you like to bet on in this game? And they would take these recommendations and they would say, okay, we'll let you bet on it. So once this became sort of a trend, in the 2015 Champions League final, there was a book that allowed these one-game parlays and they got a ton of action and then eventually they sort of gained popularity. So is this something that you do on a regular basis? I don't do a whole lot of one-game parlays. I know they offer them at BetMGM. I tend to not do it, but it's becoming sort of the hot trend as far as betters are concerned. I think you do it if you just want to have something fun to bet on because that's the basis of a parlay. You should know that these are not high return or highly hittable, I guess, when it comes to the betting world because the odds are long for a reason because you need a lot of things to go right. But yeah, I bet on them. They're fun. I like betting on them quite a bit. At least I, well, I take that back. I haven't done many, but I, there are times when I think, ooh, I I would love this. I would love this. Because ultimately what you're doing is, this is about game script. Like if you're going to bet a, a one-game parlay, you have to have an idea of how a game is going to play out. And based on how you think that game is going to play out, that's where you place your bets. So I'm fascinated by it. I I, I tend to stay away a little bit more than most people just because I know that ultimately these are winners for the sports books. And even they admit that you don't really get the odds that you should get. So that's one thing to keep in mind as well. They're fun to bet on, but ultimately the odds should probably be longer because these are more difficult to hit. And that's why ultimately the books end up making money off this. They wouldn't probably offer it if they, you know, if they didn't. But I think one sportsbook operator said in this article that was posted, it was on ESPN, that, look, is it possible to win these things? Of course. Once in, a, once in a while, sure. But on the whole, they don't really come home that often. But it's it's that it's that appeal of the parlay, which is you bet a little and you can win a lot. This is a type of bet that seems easy until you start actually betting on them. And there's always that one leg. Usually it's the most mm-hmm. obvious leg. If you put quarterback passing yards in there it'll be like some kind of blowout and joe burrow or somebody will only end up with like 175 yards which is crazy you would think that he would stack up the yards but we see this all Mm -hmm. the time uh so it's not nearly as easy as it looks but i think there are smart ways to play this because you were talking about game script so if you want to play this in a smart way make sure all of your bets are correlated for instance if you are taking three anytime touchdown bets do not put an under in there as well because you're rooting for <laughs> right. touchdowns. And at the end of the game, if you need one more player to score a touchdown to hit your bet, 
sometimes it'll push it over the total as well. So make sure all of your legs are <laughs> correlated and not going against each other. I totally agree. You don't want to contradict yourself <laughs> during a one game bar leg. You want a good example of how hard it is to hit a one game parlay? This is a great example. There's a guy on Twitter, Nick Tyrell, who is a producer and editor for the New York Yankees, and he posted his card last night. He had a one, two, three, four. Th wow, this is an eight leg same game parlay. He had Tyrese Halliburton record more than six assists. LeBron James, more than six assists. LeBron James, more than six rebounds. Russell Westbrook, more than 10 points. Tyrese Halliburton to score more than 15 points. Anthony Davis to score more than 20 points. LeBron to score more than 25 points. All of this last night between the Lakers and the Pacers, the last leg he needed, the final one was the Lakers to win by two. The Lakers won 112-111. So <laughs> he had odds of plus 740, almost 7 to 1 or more than 7 to 1, and it didn't come home by a single point. And that's sort of, that's the risk reward there, right? Had he hit, would have been a great payday. But then again, that's how hard it is. And that one didn't come home by a point. He needed a free throw. Right, but I almost feel hardened to this. I'm like, oh, somebody lost the same game parlay. Hmm, weird. Because it happens every night, even if it's by the hook, even if it's, if it's by one point, this happens all the time. And that's why oh, these yeah. are so hard to hit. But Jenks, you know, I'm going to play a one game parlay for the Super Bowl. So I've got to start crafting the legs for this. And there was an interesting conversation that I was having with somebody mm -hmm. about teasing this game. And you look at the spread. Is it still one and a half? Is it one, one and yep. a half? Regardless, this is a great setup for a Wong teaser, which uh, traditionally has pretty pretty high rate of return. But the thing is, you don't have any other games to tease it with. So you would be forced to use the total, which is 50 and a half. So you would probably do the Chiefs plus seven and a half, which I do like that leg. But then the total's 50 and a half. And I think this is the tricky part because traditionally you are not supposed to tease totals at all. We see this all the time. Mm -hmm. Games can go completely the other direction. Say, you know, this game could be totally low scoring and we'll see, you know, a 21-20 game or something like that. And you don't even get the tease down total. So I think that's why you stay away from teasing totals because, you know, it could go way over, it could go way under. But when it comes to the spread, the spreads are usually pretty sharp. So usually I would say you can tease mm -hmm. the spread with something else or another game. But there's only one game. So I think... I've got to be more creative and uh, find some other legs for my one-game parlay. Well, you know what's also interesting about this whole phenomenon is that, A, it wasn't offered for a long time. And, of course, a lot of this has to do with the fact that sports betting is proliferating throughout the entire country. I believe now it's legal in 33 states here in, in our country. But before, odds makers would say, look, we don't know how to accurately come up with the right odds for a one-game parlay. So what has happened is that because of the advent of computers and computer models, now they can get a number that makes sense. Before, you know, if you wanted to do a one-game parlay, they would say, well, okay, well, we, we would like to do this. There's not a ton of demand yet, but if we do, how do we come up with the proper odds here? Now, 
Computer models can predict a variety of like random outcomes and better odds for the book. So that's been a part of it as well. And of course, we see this on the other side too, because you have these betting syndicates who use these computers and these proprietary models to come up with different numbers and place their bets. So that has been a huge factor in influencing both sides as well. But bottom line, these are not profitable long-term bets. And I think you should no. know that going in. It's kind of like when you go to the fair and you pay $10 to shoot, you know, the the thing with the gun, the water balloon, and in the end you are paying $10 for a stuffed animal that probably costs $2, but you're doing it for the entertainment. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.